share with me. I get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust You gotta them. be able to produce things. And I'll tell you why that production is so important. But before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? And you- success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then they need to know their value, their worth. But, but I believe um, everything that you put your mind to and you achieve is success. Give us um, all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now. <laughs> I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still... My name is Renee Hastings, and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. Y'all, I am so excited about today's guest. He is a native of the South Side of Atlanta who discovered his passion for helping others at a very young age. From assisting teachers to serving as a church usher, he found fulfillment in supporting those around him. Growing up in the church community, Our guest honed his public speaking and teaching skills as a youth minister and Sunday school teacher. Alongside his involvement in the church, he also developed a deep fascination for computers and technical projects. This blend of passion, teaching, and technical expertise led our guest to a successful career in technology in tutorials. Today, through his venture, Teach Me Tech, he provides dedicated consumer tech support and engaging tutorials on YouTube. Our guest aims to empower individuals to navigate the ever-evolving world of technology with confidence. His unique approach bridges the gap between product purchase and ongoing user support positioning him as a valuable resource for reliable and accessible technical assistance. With Teach Me Tech, our guest shares his expertise, helping others harness the full potential of technology and creating a supportive community in the digital age. Y'all, please join me in welcoming Chris Kader. Oh, I'm doing terrific. Uh, thank you so much for that that wonderful introduction. I got to get you to introduce me to everyone I meet going forward. Uh, that was beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to have you here on the show, Chris. As I was, uh, we were chatting just before the show about how far back we go. And, and when I met you and just your awesome spirit and your compassion that you have for people, it just emanates from you. And, and so being in your presence was just such a joy for me. And I'm so excited to have you on today's show to talk about 
what you do and why you're so good at it and why we need to have it. <laughs> so well, well, awesome. talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I know about you. Tell the rest of, the, of our listening and watching audience about you. Uh, yes. Well, I'm the, the proud son of Angela and John Cater. Uh, as you read in the bio, I grew up in a in a, a household where we made sure to, to put God first. And I grew up uh, very closely in the church community. And that's where, as you were reading, uh, my love for helping others was able to, to flourish. And alongside growing up in church, I also had a, a deep love for technology. And from graduating high school, literally the next day after graduation, I had the opportunity to start at Radio Shack. And that was my first uh, stick in my big toe in technology. And from there, uh, my career just continued to take off. So I've been able to combine my love for helping others, uh, being kind of a, a support uh, with my technical expertise. And uh, now I get to do that every single day. And I love it. Wow, that is so fantastic. And it's so needed because there's so much new technology that's coming out. As business owners, we're so focused on maybe the strategy, working through, you know, setting goals for the company or things like that, that we don't always have the time we need to look into all of the things that could make us more efficient or more productive or, you know, something like that. So what would you say, Chris, then, is the, both, the best and most important advice that you got when you started your own business? Yeah, when I first started my own business, it was in 2013. Uh, for reference, I graduated high school in 2012. So to most people, I was still just this random kid, uh, you know, walking around trying to do things. And um, I, I didn't grow up around a lot of, of entrepreneurs, uh, but the advice that I, that I was getting was just continuing to be myself. I, I do greatly appreciate all of the, the great recommendations other gays uh, and the, the great words people speak into my life as, as being radiant and being a light to others. And the, the biggest recommendation that I got is to continue doing that inside the business world as well and not letting the, the business world or circumstances or experiences change me. Uh, just continuing to, to let my light shine within the, uh, the, the corporate environment and in my entrepreneurship. So, yes, uh, that and was so, a, some really great advice. That was really great advice. And you lived it out well, let me tell you, because you. from the day you started, we worked together. And from the day you started, and I, and I had just started not very um, much sooner than you did. So uh, there's probably just a couple of months difference in our start dates at that company. Um, but I could just tell from the, the first... Uh, our first interaction, it was just like, this is a person who's just genuinely nice, genuinely caring, genuinely cares about the people around him and about the work that you were doing. And so it was really uh, refreshing um, to see that on the, the sales side of, the, that, of that particular company. So having your... Um, have had dipped your toe in this technology's waters from like 10 years ago. Um, right. How can the business owners, do you think, use technology to benefit their organization? Uh, yes, you know, technology is everywhere and everything and, and not going anywhere anytime soon. In every facet of, of every industry, technology can, can increase their, their audience, their uh, efficiency in, in a lot of ways. Uh, so when asked the question of, how can technology support? It's first the owner and the, the workers being aware of what technology is available to them and then utilizing that to, to, to meet those missions. So whether or not that's uh, 
uh, making more customers aware of them or that completing different things that they want to do for their customers. Uh, it, it's just recognizing that, that tech can help. I think a lot of times when I'm speaking with someone uh, and they say, oh, you teach tech, it, it actually just happened this morning. Someone was afraid of AI, artificial mm -hmm. intelligence. And they're like, oh no, it's gonna take all of our jobs. And uh, it's such a bad thing. And I, I think that having that attitude may not be the, the best approach because then you become afraid of it instead of embracing it because whether or not you're afraid, it's not going anywhere. So one of the things that I, I try to, to teach and coach to is embracing it and realizing the places in which it helps uh, and not looking at it as a replacement of, um, it, it's more of an addition than a replacement. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's everywhere. I mean, you can't go anywhere without being impacted by AI. Even anyone who has an Alexa or an Echo, or a Dot, or, or what are the other thing, <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> you have to talk to something, and something automated talks back to you. Siri, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, all, all of that. that. It's all AI. We've been dealing with it for forever. It's just now taking on a whole new life, it seems like, and, and getting yes. more into our communications, you know, without being... I shouldn't say without being asked because you do have to ask it things, but right. it, it it gives you so much more than what, you know, your typical Google or Alexa response could be, or your echo response could be, or, or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. But technology is definitely more of an addition than a replacement because there's nothing that can take away or replace that human element of uh, right. first of all, being able to put into it what you need to have come out. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. work by itself. <laughs> exactly. It's it takes the input from us. Right, exactly. So uh, it's just really, uh, like you said, embracing it because it's here. It's been here, whether we have recognized it or not. And it's gonna stay here. That's right. And, and have an even greater impact going forward as it becomes uh, you know, more impactful in our day-to-day -day lives. Yes, absolutely. And so do you have any predictions for like where you think it might go in the future? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you made a great point when you say AI has always been here and you're correct. Uh, my prediction for where it's going is that it's just becoming even more prevalent in, um, in places that it hadn't been really before. So for example, uh, if you take a look at the graphic art community, some amazing human artists out there who can create some things that I don't even know step one to creating. Now, AI is able to manage some of those things where I can go and I can say, ooh, I, I had to, here's a, a real life example, right? I have a friend who graduated and they had a, a boot on their foot in their graduation pictures. Well, now you can tell an AI platform, take that boot off my foot. Uh, I don't like it in my picture that's going to be lasting for forever. And artificial intelligence can now recognize the background, recognize how your left foot looks so that it can recreate your right foot without the boot. And so in places where we have normally taken a, a really good graphic designer at minimum 30 minutes to an hour to recreate something like that, AI can do uh, with, within a matter of minutes, if not seconds. So um, once again, not, not necessarily replacing the need for a graphic artist, but in that it's complementing to where it's allowing us to, to quickly have access to things that, that we didn't have before. And that's just a, a quick example of just a way that AI is now in our day to day, where before we probably would have been talking about something super technical 
right now we're having a conversation about a graduation photo shoot, right? right. So right. It's, uh, it's touching places it hadn't really touched before. And I think that going forward, it's going to be used in so many other places that um, it's, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Even, um, and I don't know if you'd call this artificial intelligence, but you know how when you go to, there's some McDonald's stores now where you can basically go and touch the screen. I don't know if that's considered the same thing, but basically your whole order is put together from a screen, not even in front of a person, you know, at the counter, but you're doing it yourself, giving it all the specifics telling it what you want. And then basically it's just sending the message back to the back of the kitchen and they already know what to do because you've already plugged it in up here. So would you consider that artificial intelligence or is that a different kind of technology that um, uh, that is making things different than the way it used to be? That, that's a great question. So that one, the aspect of us choosing our order, that leans more into just normal kind of technology where we're giving the input and then it's taking that message and sending it to the kitchen, as you said. So that part in particular may not be AI, but I'll tell you what is. What McDonald's is doing is, it, it's, it's sort of brilliant really, is they, they can take the fact that we're ordering certain things and are, they can recognize pattern in which, okay, this person clicked on this meal waited about 12 seconds and then they clicked on their dessert. What AI plays a part in that is that they can say, okay, if people always are ordering a, uh, an ice cream, if our machine's working that day, uh, we can make it to where maybe we move the dessert section up. So that way it's easier for them to see, which in turn increases the likelihood that they're going to order that, that ice cream or that shape. So the input of us ordering may not be AI, but there's a lot of things happening on the back end. that machine learning is going to make things more efficient for us as customers to buy more things, which in turn makes it more efficient and uh, more revenue increasing for the businesses. And, and not just McDonald's, that AI can help other restaurants and companies as well with that data of how we're clicking on things and how we're ordering. Yes, absolutely. And it's so funny that you say that because with the um, mobile ordering even, so like with some restaurants, if you order a particular thing all the time, they they start to learn your patterns. They start to learn your oh, yeah. habits. And then before you know it, you've got some free coupon for your favorite dessert <laughs> and they know what it is <laughs> because yep. that's what you always select. <laughs> and this is your yeah. number. And this number always picks this dessert. So yep. it's just, it's like you said, it's all AI. It's all machine learning. And it has been here for forever. And it is yeah. not going anywhere. And it's going to even become more uh, ingrained and, and infiltrated into so many different aspects of our lives. And we just need to be okay with it, <laughs> uh, right. for lack of a better word. <laughs> even if, we're, if it makes us cringe, it's because some of it's kind of creepy. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it just it is it just is here and as entrepreneurs and business owners we need to figure out how can we harness this how can we use yes. this to our advantage and not just have it be you know learning our keystrokes to know what to offer us in an ad <laughs> two seconds after exactly something. <laughs> you exactly know? so to that end so one of the things I um think is really helpful in terms of productivity and things that I've talked about on my, um, in my social media uh, and things like that is workflows. So uh, in uh, and, and automating 
customer interaction. So I know that, and there's some websites that offer like a chat, a chat feature, and you can right. set up some automated responses to questions that, you know, uh, most common questions that customers may have. What are your thoughts around that? And how can we, uh, is that a, the, one of the best tools to use or is there something better to make the most? If we're just, uh, I know this is a very long question, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting it, I'm getting it. <laughs> if, so say we're just a solopreneur or we don't have very much staff and we're trying to maximize our, uh, our ability to engage with our customers uh, quickly. Is a chat bot the answer or is there yeah. another? So, and I, um, I think there's two parts to that question. So the first part is that yes, a chat bot can be the answer to that because it can save the entrepreneur time when it comes to answering some of those frequently asked questions. And the cool part is that many social networking sites that, you know, act as websites for our companies uh, have, chatbots with that kind of input already built in. Um, speaking of Facebook and Instagram, both of those platforms in particular allow business pages to say, hey, if a person says this, reply to them this. Uh, they also allow for autoresponders, which allow for us to uh, keep the customer engaged because if someone messages you, us, and we just so happen to be genuinely busy, whether with a customer or in our personal lives, um, it can be diminishing uh, to the sentiment of the customer that they've reached out and hadn't received the response yet. And so right. having that chat bot automatically answer that question keeps that customer engaged, which equals dollars in our pockets, which is a good thing. Uh, so that's the first answer to your question. Yes, bots are super impactful and helpful. Now, my kind of uh, 1B to that is if for any reason you don't have a, a bot accessible to you or a chat box accessible to you right now, um, and you don't want to put the the income into purchasing one, I would at minimum create a frequently asked questions section on your website. So it serves a similar purpose of scaling yourself. Instead of answering that same question over and over again that you may get about whatever product or service you have, that FAQ page can answer those for you, which means that that's uh, one, less, one less interaction that, that you have to manually do, the customers can get their answers from that page. Uh, so th that's my kind of 1A, 1B uh, to answer that question. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's so helpful. And I think that's a great suggestion that if you can't afford a chat bot or a program that will do that for you, um, then definitely have an FAQ section on your website so that those commonly asked questions don't have to stay unanswered um, just because you're not around. Uh, to answer the question. So I think that is brilliant. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and so what other programs or software would you recommend for small business owners who are just getting started? Ah, yes, you know, I, I get to, I get the honor to have this talk a lot. Um, so the ones that I would recommend for everyone, once again, regardless of your type of business, what service you offer, if it's a product, um, I think there is kind of, there's an expression table stakes, right? Like there is a, a kind of, uh, set number of products everyone should have. And, and, and here's the, the list here. Uh, we want to have uh, some sort of CRM platform. You're a customer relationship manager. So that's keeping up with your customers. Maybe you need their phone numbers, email address, addresses, different pieces of information. Where you met them uh, is, is key because then you could 
tag them and say, well, here's all the customers I got from this source. Uh, so CRM, so many of them out there. Um, there's ones that are generic that can go across different industries. And there's some that are really specific to just hairstylers, just plumbers, just um, any type of industry, maybe just the restaurant industry. There, there are some specific. So CRM platforms is one. Um, also, some form of an accounting platform. Now, I say that with the caveat that some CRMs include accounting aspects inside of it. And what I mean by that is that some CRMs also allow you to keep up with the revenue from each of those customers. So you may say, okay, Renee from this place has paid me this amount and you're keeping that all together. Uh, if your CRM doesn't, or if you need to do some P&L, some profit and loss, then definitely having an accounting platform to be able to say, okay, I'm making this much and spending this much. Here's my difference, right? That's super impactful uh, from day one, really, uh, because day one, you're probably going to spend a lot. Um, <laughs> so an accounting platform uh, is important as well. Uh, and then one of the other ones that's super impactful is some form of, of kind of keeping up with not only where your customers are, are coming from, uh, but also where you're getting the income. So I have a, a, a big list and I can share with you, Renee, to share with everyone afterwards. Uh, but I, I think those, those kind of three will be the ones that I'd recommend right now. Um, it's kind okay. of like a, a marketing platform or a marketing solution, keeping up with where your customers are coming from to make sure that you're putting your effort in the right places to get more customers. So CRM for keeping up with them, accounting okay. for keeping up with revenue, and marketing uh, for keeping up with where you should put your effort to get more customers. Got you. I love that. And I cannot wait to get the list. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> because that definitely um, is going to be so helpful as a resource to me, not only to me, but to our entire audience who gets a chance to uh, take a listen. Uh, hopefully somebody will like and share and subscribe to this channel and oh. forward them this video because as an entrepreneur, those things are just so critical and you can't get very far without those things. I mean, you may try to keep up notes in a notebook and paper and pencil it, but oh, that's just a problem waiting to happen. <laughs> so, right. So I really appreciate uh, this, those recommendations and that resource. Um, and so, Chris, when you first started as a technology trainer, because sometimes technology can be intimidating, especially if you're not familiar with the language, you don't know all the things that's being talked about. All you know is you got a problem and, and you just right. want it fixed. You just want something to solve this problem. Um, what's something that was more of a, of a challenge to you as a trainer when you were uh, just getting started? Yeah, amazing question. You know, one of the things that I found to be a larger challenge than I expected is the teaching aspect as a whole. I have so much empathy for a teacher in any aspect, whether um, it's a in, a in a church, in a school, trainers, corporate trainers, because the, the, the cool part about being a teacher is that for more, for more than likely, you probably understand the content and your objective is getting others to understand that content. And so the, the challenge that I initially uh, came upon is what you were just saying. Technology is difficult. So there'll be times where I'm doing a training. Uh, maybe I was teaching a, a class of eight uh, about uh, cell phones. You know, when I first started, I was doing a lot of consumer electronics and I would be telling someone something and I'd say, okay, let's go net. Let's go to the next page. And then someone would raise their hand in my, in my workshop and say, well, do we click the next button? And internally I'm like, whoa, I, um, that's, it seems, sounds like a silly question because that's, next right like it to me it only makes sense that if you want to go to the next page you hit the next button 
And so the challenge was re recognizing and realizing that technology doesn't come as easy to my students as it comes to me. So it was a great um, reminder of how important having patience as an instructor is because sometimes I do need to say, you're right, we're gonna click the next button. And even though that's the only button on the page, it's still me <laughs> giving that verbal confirmation that yes, we're gonna click the only button available to us, <laughs> which is the next button. <laughs> and so, uh, well, that, that's what, what with, let me tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, because I, it may seem so obvious like yes so like and it's so funny that you mentioned that because i bought something recently um i think it was like a camera or a it was something that i bought and i actually had to to fig i couldn't figure out how to to start the the I couldn't figure out how to turn it on. And so I was on YouTube trying to figure out how do I how do I turn on this device? And so I'm looking, you know, this guy had this really great video of, you know, how would all how it all works and what it does and all this stuff. And so I had to put in the chat, how do you turn it on? <laughs> because he missed that part. He completely didn't even say this is the device you have, press this button to get it to turn on. And, and so it was, it was kind of funny too, uh, that some, it's just one of those things we just take for granted. If you already know, you just kind of expect that everyone knows how to turn on this thing, <laughs> you know? Exactly. But no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, yep. And, uh, and that's why teaching tech has been so important for, for people is to, to help turn on those cameras. So, right. <laughs> Exactly. So tell us more about Teach Me Tech. But I would love to know more about that, how you came up with that idea, what you do, how we can find you if we need those services. Yes. You know, I love sharing the origin story. And uh, one of the things I really wish I had remembered, um, I kept up with the name. I didn't have a CRM when I first started. So this this is a real life example of, of how it impacts me now. Um, so I was working at, at Best Buy in the computer department. And there was a, a, a lady who bought an expensive computer. And she asked, she's like, well, hey, is there anyone that can help me set it up? And this was 10 years ago. So uh, at that point, Geek Squad was more of a break fix company. They didn't offer startup support. And so mm -hmm. she asked if I could help. And I got permission from my higher ups because once again, no competitor, Geek Squad didn't offer support. Um, so I actually went to her home, helped her set up the computer, um, got all her peripherals set up, uh, gave her a tutorial on how to do it. And I was like, wow, this was really fun. I truly enjoyed this. Um, and um, I was like, you know, there may be a market for this. So starting off with her is the origin of Teach Me Tech, of how it came about with me supporting consumer electronics at the time. And from there, it just grew and grew to not only supporting computers and smart devices, to now supporting software and supporting applications for entrepreneurs like myself. And so from origin to today, that's how, how we got here. Wow. Wow. That is so fantastic. Just and, and, and I love how you were thinking even back then, 10 years ago, hey, is there a market for this? I mean, people buy yeah. stuff. They don't know how to set this thing up. They don't know what's right. involved. Or, I mean, uh, even even at our own our own house, you know, buying things and, and trying to figure out, OK, you know, how does this interface or what is right. what where do I plug this? in order for it to come out over here and do this thing, right. <laughs> you know, it is not my thing. It is not, 
<laughs> and so definitely, yes. I think brilliant of you to even back then say there is a market for this. People buy stuff they have no idea how to set it up or how to get it to work go. properly. I can fill that gap. And so that's what you did. And I just think that is so brilliant. And I'm so grateful to you for the service you provide. Um, and would you say that the demographic of your most of your customers is older or would you say that they're younger or um, or what? who is your ideal customer? Great question. I, I've had so many pivots over these 10 years. And um, I will say there was a point in time in which the market was seniors and truly enjoyed working on some of those basics where I would focus on uh, your basic computer knowledge or Alexa devices, as you mentioned before. Uh, currently, the, the major demographic of my customers are entrepreneurs professionals and educators. Uh, those are the three that I focused on recently. And the reason why is because as we were talking when we first started, those three particular uh, people are, are getting impacted a lot by AI and technology as a whole. And so when it comes to entrepreneurs, professionals like your sales reps and, and others in corporate America and educators, I want to be able to make sure that they have the opportunity to learn about what's available to them and have the access to the knowledge so that we don't get lost. Because in those three particular industries, it can be very easily to get left behind if you aren't utilizing tech. And uh, right. I, I won't let that happen. Right. Well, thank you. We know we're in good hands if we uh, oh, yeah. bring you on the team. That is so, so fantastic. And I'm like, like I said, I just can't say it enough how invaluable the service is that you provide to people because we don't have to know every everything. As business owners, like I said, we're trying to, you know, develop strategy, you know, and that sort of right. thing. We don't have time to learn everything. We just need people on our team who know how to do the thing. And so <laughs> when right. people get you on their right. team, then they don't have to worry about trying to figure it out. They'll just have a number to call and say, Chris, hey, I'm trying to get this thing to work. It's doing this, this, this. Can you help help, help me out? <laughs> yep, that's it. Right. I, I consider myself an honorary part of the team. That's right. Awesome, awesome. I love it. And so how do we reach you? So say we got a thing going on and we need some help. How do we reach you? Yes, yes. And so I'm, I'm on all social networking sites under Teach Me Tech, um, as well as my website is teachmetech.net. And I also have an app on the Apple and Android app store that's Teach Me Tech, where I'm building a community of that same three groups of your entrepreneurs, professionals, and educators who want to learn more about technology and want to make sure that they don't get left behind, you can join the app and discuss with others in your group as well as learn some free content from me uh, as I post inside of there some of the AI techs, uh, tech tricks and, and tools that, that I have uh, in my knowledge. I, I make sure to, to share it with my, my, uh, my app community. So, Awesome. I love that. Thank and congrats on your app. That's fantastic. Thank you. And, uh, and thank you for, uh, and we were just looking at your website there. And so definitely reach out to, to Chris if you have any technology questions or need support as a user, because sometimes we get these things and they don't come with user support. All I get, you can chat somebody or you can maybe send an email and get an answer three days later. Uh-uh, no more of that. Call my friend Chris right. <laughs> at Teach Me Tech, and he will certainly be your guy to help you out with whatever it is that you need uh, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a uh, as an educator or a professional. Doesn't matter. He's your guy. So, oh, yeah. Chris, 
It's been amazing having you on Renee Speaks. Thank you so much for your time. I do hope that you will join me in the green room as we get ready to head on over to 100 TV Network on YouTube and uh, take a, take this conversation even deeper on Renee yeah. Speaks Golden Nuggets. So looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. See you soon. Find Learn things it's like a multi-million dollar business of your journey. Moments in time to make an impact. One a little bit better. So when it comes to laundry, you were made for something great. So go and be awesome.